to this track, bitch. We the best music. Marshall does that too. Like it took me a while to get with the beard. Like it took me a while before I could accept. Yeah, the beard. it's a change. It's a change. I remember when what's his name had a beard too, and I was just like, I don't know, boo. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I got over it. Right. It was hard when he let when he let the blonde go, mm-hmm. but it was time. Like he was early in recovery at that point in time, and his face was real sunken in. So it was like it was good for him to let that go, and I think he looks yeah. better dark. Like that's his natural color, and he just needs to do that. Yeah, I, I I think there's I think there's something to be said at that point in time when you're you're having that you know that mental and emotional reawakening to who you actually are and having to come to terms with that. I think there's a big part of that that would be benefited by you know becoming who you actually are. You know what I mean? And it's not to say that. you know, making yourself look different is Mm -hmm. not being who you are because that's not true either. But I think in his particular case, you know, because the blonde is, it's like a style choice rather, you know what I mean? It wasn't a, you know, you know what I mean? Right. Am I making sense? Yeah. I think it was more like the blonde was, was the blonde was shady, right? That was a representation of that persona. Right. Right. Exactly. Young rebellious. I'm going to do whatever I want. F all of you. I'll die out here if I have to, you know, Mm -hmm. type of mentality. Like, um, and I think when he found recovery, like he, he kind of let that person go to get in touch with who Marshall was again. And I agree. um, That's in the, in the monster video, like, symbolically in the monster video the blonde character the bleach blonde slim shady Mm -hmm. character he locks him in a cage and he walks away and he jumps off the building Mm -hmm. and presumably jumps off the building to his own freedom anyway so it's it's a big metaphor anyway um but that's i think that's a metaphor that most people can get get used to that but true oh i ain't got no problem getting in front behind well yeah i mean that's a whole other maria i am not trying to lead us down a bad path i was i was speaking metaphorically not physically oh oh okay oh (laughs) oh okay but i do think (laughs) but i do think but i do think that is something we don't talk about enough is that you know sometimes people's physical representation whatever that might be might have a (laughs) yeah sure (laughs) Might have a deeper meaning. You know what I mean? Well, it ain't going to do itself. Oh, I'm not disagreeing. It doesn't mean the man is gay. It just means he wants to explore no. with you. Whoa, whoa, you know, This is a whoa. safe space. This is a safe okay. space. We're just exploring. So I, I, wasn't, I wasn't saying Together. anything remotely even close to that, but I agree with you 100%. But I just meant that, you know, I think everyone tries to physically represent things you know in their own way i see you over there laughing your ass off you can mute it all you want to giggle puss fuck out of here (laughs) that's all i do is mute myself when i go off (laughs) because i don't want to if only i would learn the same lesson we would all be happier would you like to start the show now maria right But I do think that is a topic. Sure. Hey, everybody. It's me, Maria. (laughs) We have a topic. We do? No, I just, no, go on. Go on. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) 
Hey everybody, it's me, Maria, and this is Sisters with Sabres, the For Us Bias podcast for Black women who love Star Wars and pegging, apparently, <laughs> and maybe <Whoa>. other things. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, we'll go around the room and introduce each other. <laughs> oh, results may vary. Who's on the line? Hi, it's Mel. <laughs> hey, it's Nikki. Hi, this is Raven. <laughs> And I just want to say that I support pegging if you want to. <laughs> Look, Whatever you makes you, you happy, boo. It. You only live once, you know? No, I'm I'm saying I support whatever, motto. you know, as long as everybody is consenting adults, do what you do, baby. I'm all for it. Go to it. Go to it. <laughs> um, I thought it would be cool for this episode because this will probably be our last episode um, or maybe our second to last before celebration. Because I'm really working on that and um, planning my, my you know, um, future with my employment. So, um, and I've already got two shows that need editing. Um, so I got to get on that. So I figured we would talk about celebration um, on this episode. So I sent you guys the link in the chat um, about celebration 2022. What is celebration? If you don't already know, that's a great question, listener. I'm glad you asked it. Anyone who's a Star Wars fan should know Star Wars Celebration is a convention that focuses specifically on Star Wars. It is biannually. It started in 1999, right before um, Phantom Menace came out, and it's been going strong ever since. Um, It's a place where fans come to unite if you think about it this way it's kind of the star wars family reunion um it is a little bit pricey um but it's it's totally worth it to get that experience um to meet content creators actors friends podcasters and other fans um this year it's going to be in anaheim california and um i'll be there so we're going to get some on the spot interviews and coverage of Star Wars Celebration 2022, so stay tuned for that. Um, I want you guys to take a look at the list of things going on and tell me what you think would be interesting for you. And I'll shut up. Well, I'm not going to Celebration, but for me, the most interesting thing would honestly be to get to meet other content creators and people that I've met in the community via you know, Twitter and, you know, the different shows and all that stuff. Honestly, for me, that would be the most exciting part really would be to see those people and, you know, actually put real faces to names, you know, actually be able to talk to people. So for me, that would be the most exciting part. And for all of you out there who are going to Celebration, I'm super, super jealous of you for having that opportunity to meet people. Um, But I'm so glad that Celebration is happening for those who can go. Um, and have a good time. I think it's going to be a really great experience. Even for those of us who are at home, I think we're going to get to see a lot of cool stuff. And I guarantee you that Maria will come back with shit. Uh, okay. That's a lot of hype. I hope I can live up to it. I got my uh, my celebration hookup already planned, so I got that to look forward to, if nothing else. Um, I'll post a review when I'm done. We'll find out how many stars. <laughs> wow. Look, wow. he already knows it ain't going to eat itself. I'm like, yo, you listen to the show, right? He's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, okay. Long as you know that I know that you know that it ain't going to eat itself. So right? the hookup is in DJ Khaled. 
<laughs> I'm done. Anyhow, yeah. Just let me know. I'm and just I'll make say it. <laughs> oh, don't even worry about it, Mel. We're, we'll talk off mic. Uh, I you texted me, so I will send you the game plan once I land, and we will discuss how that's going to go down. Okay. Because you're going to have to provide the distraction. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to provide the distraction with Tom so I can skate to the left. Okay. Look, you know. You this sounds like once. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. She'll have to drop her drink and, and fake a seizure so I can get up out of there. <laughs> <laughs> and the Oscar goes too. It really does sound like Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm going to just slide out. I'm just sitting here right now going, I am so glad I'm not going to be there because I would not want to have to be the distraction. (laughs) I got some dresses. I'm planning my fits. I sent some pictures to the ladies. Ladies, reviews of the fits. How am I doing? Fabulous, darling. Absolutely fabulous. Indeed. Indeed. I'm trying. I'm trying. You know. Hell, I almost dropped my drink and had a seizure. Well, that bikini, like I've been, I've been trying to hit the gym hard the last couple of days, cause gotta, gotta get that together. Like, <clears throat> I'm excited. Like, there's gonna be a lot to do. Um, I think Thursday morning, everybody's meeting at Roscoe's for breakfast or whatever. I just want to be clear, Maria. I, I can't Although afford I- to bail you out. For what? I ain't did nothing yet. Operative See how she put the yet, yet on there real quick. <laughs> Look. I'm having brunch with the emergency contact. So there's you know, a it's reason. All good. There's, I'm like, yo, what's up? There's a reason I'm not going to you Star Wars celebration because you guys would have to bail me out. And what I'm saying is, since you're going without my calm influence, I want you to know that I can't afford to bail you That's out. True. I'm just trying to be upfront here. So at this point, Sisters of Sabres would like to announce that they are taking up a collection for Maria's bail fund. <laughs> There it is. There it is. Amen. Amen. The church says amen. Let the church say amen. Yes. 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 <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what kind of trouble I can get into. I've got I've got a few things on the list. Um, we're going to Galaxy's Edge, so I'm going to get the ornament this time. And I want to get that other stained glass because in the kitchen, I got that Padme one. Um, but I want a Leia. So I think if I get the Leia, I'll send the Padme to live because she's the Padme. You must take pictures with Vi Marathi. Right? If Find she's out, her. I didn't she's see got her to the be last there. Time. I didn't see her last oh, time no. I was there. She's got to be. But Find I was at Disney Vi World. Man. So this is Disneyland. I've never been to Disneyland, but it's mm-hmm. going to be dope. I'm sad that the Tiana ride won't be up and running. You know, that's my girl. Oh. I believe I believe wholeheartedly you, uh, gonna that do you, the Falcon? Can, you can get yeah. in there and you can Tiana it up without the ride. I believe you. I believe in you. Oh, I will. Oh, I'm going to go to the riverboat and all that and take pictures. Good girl. Yeah, my Disney outfit is very Tiana inspired. It's like a tank top. And, and Mel's right. I'm going to go with the white shorts. They look better. They're more flattering. But that's why I ask you guys everything constantly because y'all are smart. And that's why I don't comment because I'm not. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. I don't want to hear that. Y'all are wild. 
but yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to plan the fits right now. See what that's looking like. Um, yeah, it's going to be a dope time though. I'm excited. Um, I didn't get any, like, we normally do photo ops with celebrities, right? I didn't do any this time. I think Ewan McGregor sold out in like two hours or something. Like he's done. He's paid in full. And they just announced Kelly Marie Tran. Yes. How y'all feel about that? I would love a photo with her. I think it's awesome that she's going. I I hope that she gets all the love that she deserves. She better. That part. That part. Fandom needs to support her. We need to support Mm -hmm. her. For sure. I'm waiting on on Portman. When they announce Portman, I will schedule a photo op. (laughs) That's when Mama Mama Padme comes around, everybody gonna be in line. That's it. It's the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones. They're having a panel for it. Mm-hmm. Like we know Ewan will be there, but I, I <clears> hope <throat> I hope Portman will show up and she'll be the last person they announce. That'd be pretty insane if she popped up. I don't has she ever ever uh, done a celebration no. before? No. Oh, she's one of those. No. Notoriously but to be, but to be, never associated with a Star Wars product again. But to be fair though. Nat is that way just in on spec. I mean, she's not a huge, you know what I mean? Like anything that she's been in, she's, you know what I mean? That's just not, it's not her vibe. You know, she's one of those celebrities that would rather she not be a celebrity. She may just not be a fan of all of that. And that's fine. And that's fine. Still. No, I agree completely. I mean, I think it would be awesome for her to, to be there and you know because Padme is such an iconic character and so many people identify with her on so many levels and with EK's books you know they have so much more you know in them to to feel and to love about Padme and I do think it would be really really cool of her to do that kind of thing but to me you know again you know just experience of Natalie for all these many many years before you know star wars and after it's just it's who she is she you know she loves what she does but she doesn't particularly Mm -hmm. care for anything that comes with it and i think that she's made that quite clear over the years and i don't think that this is this should be surprising to anybody that she's keeping a distance from it it's sad and i mean i wish she wouldn't but at the same time you know when you consider the stuff that people say and the things that people, you know, like, honestly, I can kind of see where she's like, you know, I'm just going <laughs> to, mm-hmm. I'll be over here, y'all. <laughs> like, I mean, the way that, that fandoms mm-hmm. all over. Look at what know, happened no to Jake Lloyd. Yeah. I mean, with anybody, and it doesn't matter what fandom you're a part of or what, you know, yep. universe you're a part of, you know, there's always going to be those crappy people. And granted, you would like to say that those those wonderful people make up for the crappy people. But honestly, I mean, imagine what it must be like to be a celebrity. I mean, people like us who are content creators and, and stuff like that, you know, we're so small. We have such a small number of people that are coming, you know, you know, balls to the wall after us. Can you imagine what it's like when the entire world and that same percentage of people is, you know, just constantly go, I mean, Honestly, I would seriously shut off from that too. So I can completely understand where she's coming from on that. But having said that, you yeah. know, if nothing else, if she never comes to celebration, if she never really embraces that outside part of Star Wars, it doesn't change the fact that she uh, put a face and a voice 
to a character that, you know, she certainly, you know, gave us some depth on, but through EK Johnson, we've learned so much more and, 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 loved so much more about her so she's still going to be the face just like carrie will always be the face of leia no matter you know if you're telling a story that she was actually involved in or not Mm -hmm. so i I mean to me it's just you know it's it's sad that she isn't but at the same time she still did her part you know if that makes any kind of sense maybe that's just me Mm -hmm. i mean i'm a big nat fan so (laughs) i mean aside from star wars i'm a big nat fan anyway but like I said, she's always been this kind of somewhat disconnected from what she does. I love what she did on Saturday Night Live. Like, that was dope. That was mm-hmm. nuts. <laughs> that was nuts. I was like, yes, get him. Get him. Yep. Yep. She's amazing. <clears throat> Listen, nobody would want to go toe really to toe cool, with that girl. She's coming back to Thor. Yep. So maybe she'll come back to Star Wars. You know what? You can mm-hmm. never tell, right? I don't know. You can never tell. Harrison has always been kind of standoffish and yet he's been a part of things too, you know, and time tells and things matter. Yeah. And, you know, Star Wars, I mean, I'm sorry to be the one to break the news to everybody who doesn't know, but Star Wars is kind of a big deal. And regardless of whether or not you continue to be involved in the universe, you're still the face of an incredibly, you know, important character in the storytelling and in the mythology and regardless of whether or not you continue to you know be actively involved in it it's still you you know you still owe joe george lucas five bucks every time as leia would say so you know it is what it is and um i think we were just very lucky i mean it's unfortunate that we only had a little bit but you know we were lucky to have somebody of her caliber unfortunately we didn't get to see as much of what she can do as she can do but you know, there's limited amount of time, but I think that she's an example of when you can choose to bring up a character that you've talked about before, but not really seen and make that character much more deep than they were before. And she did it. And as I've said many, many times, that's the reason why I've been such a huge fan of Ewan as Obi-Wan. And again, I'm a fan of Ewan outside of Star Wars, but to me, the most important thing is, as someone who's been a fan of Star Wars for 40-something years, it's a joy to find a deeper and new love of Obi-Wan that I never had before because I didn't really get to know the character before. And he's brought him to life and has has really, you know, made him somebody worth loving. So call me, Ewan. <laughs> wow. It's the brand. Yeah, he's, he's somebody that I would love to see if I... <laughs> <laughs> if I, mean, I ever yeah. had the chance to go, <clears throat> go ahead, I Nikki, would I'm love sorry. to see him. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, now I've never been to celebration, and he's he's definitely somebody that I would love love to see. I'm actually also impressed that Billy is um, is going to be there. She's somebody I'd like to meet too. Mm. Yeah, I think Billy she has a really for sure. I mm-hmm. think she has a There's big a in depth understanding, list. though. Sorry, Maria. <clears throat> No, you're fine. I was just going to say for the listener, there's a list of everyone who's going to show up at Celebration on the website. So you can go there or you can just Google it. But yeah, I think um, Padme for sure will be someone I will want to get a photo with. Can you imagine a picture of me, E.K. Johnston, and Portman all in the same picture? Like, what's up? What? This right? Is this is the realness. Like, this is it. This is queen I'm- shit. Certified queen shit is happening in this photo. 
And I'm looking at this list, and all I can think to myself is Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. I, I would probably walk away from Ewan McGregor mm-hmm. to to just give the opportunity to, to tell Carl, Carl Weathers just what a thrill it is to see him as Grief Karga. Um, and, I mean, everybody has their own, you know, experiences. But for me, you know, Carl Weathers is from when I was a, just an itty-bitty tiny little baby. You know, I've been fully aware of who he was and, you know, Apollo Creed, of course, and playing football, of course, and all of those other things. And he, to me, has always been such such a, a great example of what a man should be in so many ways. And I just think he's so delightful. And I would just, I would love to just meet him and just be like, you know, you're the real thing, my dude. You are the real, real deal. Um, and, and I mean, that's completely a separate from Star Wars, but I love the fact that when you t- see him talk about Grief Karga and you talk about the Mandalorian, you know, he seems to really be enjoying it as much as I think any of us are. So, um, I think we always enjoy it when our, you know, idols as it were really enjoy what they're doing and get into what they're doing. And I mean, I feel like the Mandalorian seems to have done that more than most star wars things and maybe that's just my impression but i get the impression everybody on that show is like a huge fan (laughs) you know it's not just the people behind the scenes it's the people in front of the cameras too that just have a deep connection to this you know but that's the joy of star wars being as old as it is Mm -hmm. is that it's a part of the you know of the world for so many people now giancarlo oh my god Hey, Jet's going to be yeah, there. Yeah, they did announce him. Giancarlo Esposito is going to be there. Woo, woo. Jet Lucas, yeah. Like, aren't you rich? Like, should you? Hey, I'm just trying this? I'm just trying to call you know out I mean? everybody like, for their moment. I'm just like, hmm. I mean, as somebody who is the son of George Lucas, like, if it were me, I would put on there, like, sponsored by Make-A-Wish. Like, so everyone right. knows, like, the proceeds are going to Make-A-Wish, you know, or or Water Crisis in Flint, or, you know what I mean? Listen, like, I would just put just that on there just because dad is rich doesn't you know, mean he's Everybody's going to look at that picture and go, you mean, right, or he could, you know, potentially say, my daddy wrote me off. Like, you know, <laughs> right. I, hey, I would. I would, because people are going to look at that like, really? You need money? Like, do you have a drug habit? Like, what's happening? You know? I don't know. I feel like it's a fair question to ask. I think you should. Have a drug habit? He should. You're right. Yes. Who else we got Jet, we love you, and, and, you know, we're just, we're just, we're just talking here. Yeah, we appreciate your contribution to Star Wars. Also, I want to give a big, huge monster shout out to the fact that Emily Swallow is going to be there. The armor. I I want to see more Mm. of these characters in Star Wars. I want to see more of these characters that have a deep um, connection to a people who can teach us the history of a people and talk about the history of a people in a way that maybe we don't hear all the time. Um, So often when we're introduced to new universes and new worlds, you know, we're introduced to the religious figure that can give us information. But from, from this point of view, it's kind of like that. It's almost like, you know, the, the, the Jedi master coming to teach us, but it's in a different vein because she is such a, overarching character in her sphere you know she's the armorer she's not on your side or my side she's on the side of you know mandalorians 
And so she brings a different view to history. And also, can we just just like bomb ass chick armor? I mean, it's not completely unheard of, but let's be real here. It doesn't Mm -hmm. get put on film. It doesn't get put on film a woman doing a job like this. And granted, you know, it's a TV show. But can we talk about this? Because I think it makes a huge difference because the character was never presented as a woman in the t- in the t- you know the typical sense you know i need you to rescue me i'm the damsel in distress you know coming everybody's coming to her for guidance they're coming mm-hmm. to her to reiterate to them the laws that they already know to you know to solidify those rules and those beliefs that the mandalorians live by i i think you know such a small part you know minutes wise on film but such a huge huge moment because you know as a former framing carpenter myself i love the idea of making sure that people know that you know the ladies can wield hammers just as well as anybody else also you know shout out natalie portman <laughs> exceptionally well spoiler free yeah. zone <laughs> there it is and it's just so cool to see this like militaristic society have a woman be the the like the head the one that everybody looks to for guidance yes mm-hmm. and she's not challenged she's the elder. she's a woman at all it doesn't no. matter no and that's the beauty of it is that nothing she, about her she character holds the history yeah has anything to do with the fact that she's a woman like that has nothing to do with her character at all if the part had been played it's, it's by a man, what would have it's changed? It's not like she's a, a clan mother, you know? Yes, yes, exactly, Nothing. exactly. The high priestess. You know, she 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 holds, she holds the history and she passes down the history of Mandalore orally like it should be. And not only that, yeah, she's, she's awesome at wielding. However, she is pivotal to her people because of what she remembers and what she passes on so i mean to to have a character like that is so monumental and and such a joy to watch and i would love to see them expand on her character and and give us more because we have this woman oh excuse me we have this this female character who as of yet is not involved in any battles is not involved in any fights but when she comes on screen like everybody goes you know you're quiet for a second because you want to hear what she's going to say you want to see what she's going to do and she's not fighting anybody she's not involved in any of that i absolutely adore her character yeah i agree 100 percent. and i think that is i think that is important you know mm-hmm. it, it's the fact that it's it's you know it's the reality of the world you know we don't go to people because of you know, deciding on their gender, making the decision of whether or not we want their advice. We go to those who know, who have the knowledge, who have the experience, you know, who have the education, whatever, you know, whatever thing it is that they need to have to properly answer the question. Mm. This character has it. And now, yeah, I agree. I would love to see us expand on where she comes from. Who is she? You know, and how did she get to this place? You know what I mean? Is this uh, is this normal? You know, among the Mandalorians. I want to know who she is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Was there an armorer before her? Does it, is it something that's been passed down to her from her mother or from someone in her family and she wields it now? How did she come to be that, that, that character? Right. 
You know, who did she apprentice under as most people who do jobs like this do, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because if you're responsible for, you know, for sharing oral history, that's always been the way of it. You get that oral history from somebody before you, right? You know, from somebody from the generation before you, that's where you get that Mm -hmm. knowledge, that oral history that you pass down. So did she learn those skills from that person that was passed down? And was that person someone she was related to? Or is this something she had to fight for? I mean, because how cool would that be if she had to go through like a whole long test where she had to like test to be able to show that she could you know, do the actual technical workings of being an armorer. But then she also had to show that she had the ability to impart the knowledge that the forefathers, foremothers, whoever passed down to her. And where did she get that? And where did she get the ambition to be in that position? And also, as many characters in Star Wars, what does she have to give up to hold that position? As a Jedi, you have to give up connections. You have to give up that close bond that most you know beings it seems like in star wars seem to crave you know so there's so much there that they could tell us about this character and i just think it's it's something that they could definitely expand on and in this world of star wars that we have now with streaming and all those other kinds of things you don't have to try to make you know a movie trilogy out of it you can make a streaming series a limited streaming series that tells us who this character is and where this character comes Mm -hmm. from because as I've said many, many times on this podcast and anything else I've been on, the beauty of Star Wars is having so many characters and every single character is someone's favorite character. So it's an opportunity for us to expand these stories, tell more stories, bring more people in and and put them in a place where they feel like they can belong. Because that is the, I mean, honestly, that's the best thing that Star Wars gives us is it gives us so many characters to try to identify with and to to connect with on whatever level we connect with them, whatever it might be, whether it be their need for revenge or their need for battle or their need for, you know, to sacrifice themselves or to bring someone back or whatever the situation is. There are so many characters in Star Wars and everybody, I think, finds someone they can relate to. And this is a character that I just think has so much promise for Star Wars and it's an opportunity to really open things up and bring people in and and just again just make people feel that they have a place in this galaxy and in a place in this universe and it's something Star Wars has done well from the beginning and I just hope that we continue it and she's one of those characters I really think we could expand on and and really grow the universe I I hope somebody's listening again Mm -hmm. yes you you think they, they wouldn't bring her back i mean because she's like a fan favorite at this point i i really hope they don't omit her from the um upcoming season well now that din has kind of left their little sect i don't know i don't know like i'm so interested in that 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 sect that they have because like where did they get this this tradition that they have of like mm-hmm. not taking off their helmet of keeping covered at all times like where did this come from and i really wanted to find that out and i hope i hope they're going to explore that more because like introducing bo-katan that was like introducing the mandalore that we're used to from like rebels and from clone wars mm-hmm. and i want to know like this mandalorian society that they introduced in, um mm-hmm. the mandalorian like i want to know where they come from right. i want to know how this happened like how did this evolve 
Same she with Ahsoka. Mandalorian? Like, is she from there? It's different. Yeah, is she originally from Mandalore? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they've ever mentioned that in the show, or if they have, I I missed it. But I wonder if if she is of Mandalore, or if she's just she just made it up as she went along. That's something that we need to know. She could have been one of the foundlings that was just exactly. talked away. Mm-hmm. And she but adapted she could... it as mm-hmm. as time went on. She adapted it to what they needed. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and 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 in in many histories, in 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 our world, in our culture, in the real world, as it were, you know, oral histories, stories like that, you know, they're passed on from generation to generation to generation, and as time goes on, it becomes a more specialized group that has that information. You know, they're usually descendant from someone who had that information, mm-hmm. somebody who was in that position. Or, you know, there's usually some sort of real story mm-hmm. behind why this person is the person that's sharing this oral history with you and that it's not someone else. Or there's a reason why you are thought uh, or taught to believe that when you need guidance, this is the person that you go to. And I think that that's part of the story that needs to be told. Where does she come from? You know, where did she get this knowledge? And, and, and why is it that this is the person that they think they need to? to go to now obviously you know of course we had the specific group of mandalorians on certain place and she's the you know okay great but like is she one of many or is she one of two you know what i mean even that in itself is kind of nebulous at this point so i think that that's part of the reason why they have so much more they could tell us about this but it does fit exactly with you know typical human culture on this planet we have a number of societies where you know, even to this day, histories are passed down orally. And obviously, you know, we've learned over the years that some histories have been lost because those histories weren't passed down. So even that has, you know, specific meaning in the story, you know. And who knows? Mm. Might be She might be of a long-lived species. You know, the person who trained her, the person who taught her may have been dead for a couple hundred years for all we know. We don't know what she is underneath that helmet. We have no earthly idea, right? And Yoda was 900, you know, some years old when he died. So, you know, it's like we have no concept of who this person is underneath that helmet. She could be old enough to remember, you know, when the Darksaber was created, for all we know. I mean, we just don't have any concept because we don't know who she is, you know. And again, like, like was mentioned earlier with foundlings, you know, if she's a foundling, how do we know? She could be a little bitty Bendu. A little Bendu. Yeah. She could be a little I'm lady I'm excited bendu. to see more of that stuff, like more animation stuff translating into live action. Like, that's dope. Like, how dope would it be to see a real Bendu in live action? Oh, I'd faint. I'd be like, oh, well. <laughs> That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. I want to know why Space Drake is not on the list for photo ops, okay? This is, is he a there? concern. All right, let's start a petition. Read pop. Y'all know what to do. You know how to get him there. Somebody knows where he's at. Okay, somebody can book that man. Okay, for one day. Come on. Why is Space Drake not on this list? The diversity on this list. um, We can do better. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) You don't know how to call Naomi Aki? None of y'all got got a phone? Y'all don't know how to... Call well, if you're Naomi, John do you want Boyega? to be there? John Boyega's not coming. Boyega, no. But again, well, but again, do you want to be here if you're John? That's facts. Do you, 
do you want to be there if you're John? Do you want to no, be there? True. If, I mean, but damn, we don't get nothing. Boyega's sitting there like, nah, fam, nah, fam. Nah, he's like, nah, I'm good. But I mean, it sucks for fans. Like Chris Ryan's is going to celebration. You you don't think he wants to see John? Like there are black fans who want to see him. You know, True. it just it Where's sucks. Where's Enfys? We can't have shit that's nice. Well, no, to be no, fair, to be fair, it's ones. our own people that did that shit because half the fucking fandom is a re- bunch of. Oh, I'm sorry. Did my brain go out just then? Ooh. No, you're fine. You're good. <laughs> but yeah, it. Um, I'm taking a common refraining. It's drink gonna be exciting. I want to see Space Drake, but he's not there. Okay, so Thursday, Mel. The list is Lucasfilm Showcase. Where they showcase uh, what's coming up in a galaxy far, far away, including Mandalorian, Andor, and Obi Wan. Ooh, perhaps more. Lucasfilm Publishing, where my emergency contact gonna be in a building. Uh, Ian McDermott will have a panel where he will do Ian McDermott shit. And the High Republic. <laughs> so that's Thursday. She, she so, said Ian will be doing Ian shit. <laughs> Well, yes, I mean, is. is he not gonna do that? He gonna get on the mic and he gonna do something, something. Okay, but li- you know what? Though? You know, if, and then he gonna know, take if some it ain't broke, don't home. fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> well, he kind of broke though. You know, oh, oh, there. oh, she gonna call him out for his wrinkly ass? Look at her go. Oh. I, well, you know, listen. The facts is what the facts is. I I just want to say for the record, I want to say for the record, for Sisters with Sabres, we love you, Ian. We think you're a fantabulous, but you are a little road hard, put away wet. Smooches. (laughs) I met him, I met him a few years ago um, before I gave birth to Ahsoka. We went to Lexington Toy Con and we met um, Femi Taylor and Ian McDermott. And he was so sweet. He was just Aww. the sweetest. He's like, oh, I have blessing for your child. I'm like, thank you so much. I appreciate Aww. that. Like, he's really sweet. Um, Love it. But yeah, I'm like, wow, I, I hope I live to be 178 too. Like, damn. Wow. she gave It's not as hard as okay. you think, Maria. I've done it. It's well, really not that bad. You just got to not fuck up and die. Right. Right. Just don't die. It's not that hard. Just don't die. Oh, my God. Steer clear of, you know, raging little, you know, Jedi Padawans with, you know, massive dark side swings. Just avoid those and you'll be fine. And drink soy milk. And drink soy milk. So what's our plan for Thursday, Mel? What panels do you like out of that list of panels? Um... I like the uh, exploring queerness in uh, the High Republic. I might go to that. What, what day mm. is that? Hold on, That's is that Thursday. on there? That's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yep, the creatives okay. behind prequels, prequel. I era saw High Republic of Star Light. Wars unite to discuss what's gone down in the first phase of the High Republic. Mm, okay, nice. And what's gone down in the first phase we are is all awesome. The Republic exploring queerness in the Star Wars news era. Okay. All right. I I haven't like looked at the High Republic stuff, so I feel real lame because that stuff ain't really caught my attention yet. Like we saw the characters come out and after that like 
I didn't really ever get anything. I didn't finish the book or anything. I'm like, oof, this is long. I cheated, and <laughs> for me, the high audio book of Light of the Jedi. Yes, yes, same here. Audiobook of Light of the Jedi, and the other one as well. I have the books. I just haven't read them all. So, like, it's, I'm still gonna go to the panel. Spoil me. It's okay. I've I've read them, and I'm not gonna spoil. What is you. what is this? Ahsoka Tano, the purest example of Jedi. Uh, the Ahsoka uh, Tano. Did you see panel? that one? That's on. Yeah. What day is that on? Thursday. That on Sunday? There's two Ahsoka panels on Thursday. Oh, there are? Okay. There's one about Ahsoka it, and there's one with the voice actress. The purest example of what the Jedi should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1.30 on the fan stage. Uh, I have a problem that. with the word should. Let me see. That implies that there's rules set down as to what someone should be and i don't like rules for what someone should be mm. i think people should be who they are and i mean what that with love i love ahsoka i'm not dogging anybody out i'm just saying should is should is should is should mean somebody's setting boundaries and i don't like boundaries <clears throat> boundaries are for mailmen where's oh and mindful matters <laughs> See, now Look. that sounds like Ahsoka yoga right there. Yes. Is what that sounds like. Oh, can you see it? They're all sitting there and their sweats. Downward, downward facing yeah, Lockcat. Just stretching it out. <laughs> right? See, see. That's that's, that's where we're going. Is that what we're doing today? <clears throat> that's what we downward need to do, Maria. Lockcat. We need to come up with a Ahsoka yoga routine. I was thinking like Star Wars Kama Sutra, but we could start there. Well, I, I'm I'm all for the the Star Wars Kama Sutra, but as someone who has a copy of the Kama Sutra literally in her bedroom, I would just like to point out that it's nowhere near as happy as most people think it is. And if you actually read the Kama Sutra, most of that stuff is it's beyond experimental. It's beyond slightly outside of the pale. It's beyond vanilla. It's it, it's it's reached a point where it's kind of what the ever loving, okay? Seriously, like it's 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 things with thorns and things. You just don't read the Kama Sutra. It'll mess you up. I know it seems like a good idea, but it's not. <laughs> I've read it. Trust me, it's not. <laughs> we got high once, and we tried one of the positions. It was okay. Okay, I'm not saying that the it positions aren't valid, but I'm about. just saying some of the stuff in the book is not valid. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, listeners, listeners, this is your public service announcement. If you're going to read the Kama Sutra, please, please, please just consider your own boundaries and the boundaries of the person that you're with. Because I personally do not need thistles anywhere near my sex life. That's all I have to say. The more you know. That's weird. Why you need a switch um, to have sex? What's happening? No, no, honey, thistles. Thistles. Well, you know, the plants that are like barbs that like poke you and shit? Thistles. Oh, no. Yeah. Yes, girl, yes. If you yeah, read I the whole it. book, thistles. some of that shit is fucked up. <laughs> it's literally I'm in good. my bedroom. It's, trust me, me, there is some, some of that shit is fucked up. <laughs> Call me Dean. Yeah, that's a pass. Hey Raven, have you met Nikki? She's um she's our original trilogy fan too. 
I have met Nikki and you I've been I've been watching. I, I wasn't on the last episode, but oh. she was on an episode previously that I was on. Good. Good. And I don't I I have to She's be careful because if our if our, if us OT people get together, you know, we tend to gang up and it's scary. Oh. What happens? We wear boots. Yeah, we get our canes already. Yes, mm. yes. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you all about how there's absolutely no redeeming Got features of any kind to Darth cane. Vader because we don't understand that there are redeeming features of any kind to Darth Vader because we're OT people. And then we watch the prequels and we realize, oh, he was That's a person before that. <laughs> right? All you need and to see cute. is that, that timestamp from episode three. Get in that timestamp. That's all you need to know. Listen, hey, I, I, I I grew up on the original trilogy. I always thought that there was more to Anakin than was presented to us in those movies. Um, but it was because I had at, at, at the point of, you know, even though I was <laughs> I was little, I had learned at that so, point that people's lives impact who they are. So I knew there was more to Anakin than that. But I'm, honestly, seriously, four through six didn't do anything to redeem him. <laughs> They did nothing to make Anakin lovable. I just want to say. Shadows of the Empire did all the heavy lifting to make no. Anakin worthwhile. No. Also, please come and see me at the Black Sky Sun, uh, Black Sun Sky Tavern. I won't make you sit next to Zizor. <clears throat> Mel, what's our plan? What's our game plan? Um, I just got Thursday. That's it. <laughs> That's it? Well, I might go to the Celebration store like that first day. Okay. And just get all my shopping out the way. Maria, I don't I'm need sad anything. They don't have a tattoo pavilion. Oh, they year. don't? Probably because of COVID. Anything. Who said they need something? I said I don't Any need anything, Bobby. I don't need anything. Pins with black women on them. Copy. Raven says she doesn't need anything besides a plastic mold of Ewan McGregor's dick. No, no, and no. I don't want I don't want I will his try dick. to accommodate that. No, I don't want his dick. I we just want to tell money. No, I don't want his dick. I don't have bail money. I don't want his dick. I just want to tell Ewan how <laughs> yeah. delighted I am that he made a character that I barely cared about, somebody I could really, really love and identify with. That's all I want to say to you. And that's all I want him to do. That's why I want him to call is just so I can tell him how delightful it is that he made a character. I really couldn't care sure. less about it somebody with shut up. I'm telling a lie right now. You're supposed to support me. What happened to sisters, dude? Like I thought I'm we were pals and shit. I gave the wink. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, they can't are. see like, the yeah. wink in audio. Oh. Boo. They can't see the wink in audio. Oh shit! That's right, and that's why we need sound effects, you know, <laughs> so that even though they don't see the wink, what they can hear is wow, 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 exactly. All they hear is a bow, shake, wow, wow. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Listen, exactly. I just want to be clear: the only one I lift my robes for is Luke Skywalker. Not one robe, robes, robes. They all get lifted. All of them. If he's wearing lift, the boots, I lift him faster. Lift it. And I, ooh. 
This is where Raven Y'all mutes her foolish. microphone and goes away for a while because she's out of hand. Because she's been drinking. Yeah, I think Celebration Store is going to be a good first stop before they yeah. like, are um, sold out of everything. Um, you know what's really interesting about this celebration is that it's the first celebration since Rise of Skywalker, mm. Mandalorian Season 1 and 2. Mm. <laughs> the Book of both. <laughs> we had all this content come out since the last celebration like we should have more guests star wars moms from fan moms to motherhood in the galaxy far far away let i see. saw that let me find out let me find out let me find out Through did the you also see star there's a wars, panel we'll explain the meaning of motherhood what does it mean yeah tell me i don't know what it means lucasfilm what is it <laughs> <laughs> what are hey, the stories? Did moms die? Yeah, it's it's a sh- oh my god! This is a star. This is a Sisters with Sabers episode. We did this episode already. Shout out to the dead moms of Star Wars. Sweat of God, we did this episode. What are the stories of the mothers episode. in Star Wars? Question mark. Shmi, Padme, Aunt Beru, Leia. How do dead, they dead, dead. their identities as mothers play into the narrative of Skywalker Saga and beyond? What role do fan moms play in Star Wars? Um, how can their voices be represented? Bitch, this is my idea. Lucasfilm, why you gotta do me like that? Somebody was listening. Right? Just jack my whole shit. This was an episode. I swear to God. Swear to God, I feel like we did this. Having a lot of deja vu. We did do this. Right? We did this for Mother's Day one year. Yeah, we did. They be stealing all my damn ideas. We can't have shit. Redrawing the ba- boundaries of inclusion through photography and fashion. Um, okay. Did you see the one titled Luke's Hand? <laughs> Luke's Hand. <laughs> I hope so. I, mean, I really hope so. I really hope that's like an after hours panel and it just goes terribly, terribly wrong. I hope it goes sideways for sure. That eggs well. Doug Chang's <laughs> doing another TED Talk now. His- his last TED talk was amazing. You, you evil, evil, horrible, horrible people. <laughs> I just hope it goes wrong. Well, it's called Luke's Hand. I know There's all about it. There's got to be somebody in that panel. Somebody <laughs> sitting there going, oh my God. Well, do you really want us to talk about Luke's Hand? Because, uh, yeah. It's a random. I, I kind of want to go Jana, to the though, panel. I just don't want to deal with any bullshit. So. Right. If it's gonna be a panel that's gonna be positive, let's talk about her positive journey. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to the Attack of the Clones um, anniversary celebration panel. I'm gonna be there for that. That sounds dope. Ooh, Padme's closet. Hold yeah, up. Oh. oh. All of the amazing costumes of the Star Wars universe. When they took those um, costumes out across country in that museum exhibit i didn't get to see it so i do want to see that now we're talking we're talking saber guild jew temple scars oh boy they got a panel <laughs> the troopers at the jacku bar uh, owe me like a grown. huge tab i'm just saying like the troopers and jacku need to not come Blair. back to my my play just saying they owe me a lot of money mm. and the motherfuckers can't shoot straight women in star wars cl- wait, wait 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 i'm sorry hmm? Did you speak the words of my people? What was that? Women, Women in Star, Star Wars, Wars collecting. It's a panel on Friday, 4.30, 5.30 oh. on the collector stage. Oh, my 
God. Do I need to take notes for you? Is there something I can do? That might be something. If you could. Yeah. I might pop I mean, in. You know. We got VIPs, so we're not going to have to wait in line for any of these panels. So I'm going to show up and say, what's happening? It's me, Maria. I, I need to know. I need to know. I'm a low-level collector, but still, I appreciate all those collectors who have absolutely no room in their house because there's Star Wars stuff everywhere. I live for moments like that. Agreed. Agreed. I don't have the space for it, but I totally envy those people every single time I see their mm-hmm. collection. Mm-hmm. It's like, if even if all you have is a bookshelf, you've got that one nerd bookshelf in your house where you go hard and it's nothing but collectibles, books, comics, and Funkos. <clears throat> You are my people. I'm oh, that's me you. then. <laughs> I laugh because I, I laugh because she she honestly said one shelf. <laughs> Nikki has clearly never been to my house. I have multiple nerd shelves, boo. <laughs> you are still my people. I have like one of those hey. really big IKEA bookshelves for it. That's IKEA's got good about. shit in that's there though. Mm-hmm. They and do. Meatballs. They have some of the they have some of the best Happy. shelving units. Try out of the force. There goes my baby. I, I got to be there for that. That's Saturday morning. That's early as fuck. No, Mo's my boo. Origami. Who is folding paper at celebration? I don't understand. Whoever rolling a joint. That's who that is. You know what? I'm going to tell you what. This is a nigga if in the parking lot smoking. <laughs> into tie fighters. You know what? You and I need to talk. See now, Maria, you are just feeding into the stereotypes. You are feeding into the stereotype. You mean to tell me nobody's smoking trees at this convention? Are you sure? Of course not. Of course not. Star Wars nerds are all, you know, totally clean and totally, you know, no, we're all straight and narrow. Come and see me for your S Factor. They're out in the parking lot smoking Star Destroyers. I'm trying to I'm trying to be the responsible one that in the should room. Be a panel. Okay. I'm trying to be the responsible one in the room. The fact that I'm an arbor, you know, kind of expert has nothing sorry, to do Brandy, with what? anything. Brandy, what? That really should be a panel. Mary Jane and the Star Wars fandom. Honestly, if there was more Mary Jane in the Star Wars fandom, people wouldn't get so pissed off about stupid shit. Oh shit, did I say that out loud? Right, and if it's not hosted by were. Kevin Smith, I don't want to hear about it. Period. Amen. Don't send nobody. Amen. Snoop, Snoop will come and host it. Ooh, but but even better, can we have Snoop and Kev? Can we have Snoop and Kev at the same time? They're both Star Wars fans. Did you see um, okay, the walk. Mandalorian style trailer there. he did? Yes. I yes, did not, but I, I mean, I'm disconnected, as we awesome. all know. I was so. grieving for a long time. I was grieving because I wanted it to be Marshall. I've been praying for Marshall to come to Star Wars. It was the wrong rapper, but it was all right. It was good. <laughs> it was just a so mystery. He said, I've been spell. praying for Marshall to come to Star Wars. If Marshall comes to Star Wars, he's going to take the shit over. Okay. Have you ever seen in your life a better real life representation of who ends up becoming what's his fucking name? What's the bad guy now? What's his name? Shit. Brain fart. Mel, help. Kylo. No, no, the new the the, the Martian Row. Is it Martian? Marcion? I know Marcia. I know people are having people are having arguments it's about that. Marcion, Marcion, I don't know. They they keep changing it. 
Listen, it's Martian in the like audiobooks, better. so that's what I'm going with. But I understand that it's actually supposed to be Marcion. But I'm just saying, I can oh, see him just Republic like, stuff? yeah, yeah, I could see so him just Marcia embodying that motherfucker. Row? Yeah, because can't you see him embodying Ooh, that that just that that, that belief, that solid belief underneath where people just miss, you know, they misjudge you, they think you're not all that. And then you just come out and just be like, oh, motherfucker, I had the plan the whole time. I I don't know. I see it. Maybe it's just me. I don't know M that well. I'm not. I Marie. can see I him see, bodying a lot of me. <laughs> I, I can see a lot of that. I tried that desperately body? to keep it out of the gutter. You guys body. saw me yachty, like yachty, cranking on the yachty. reel of the, of the fishing pole trying to keep her out of the gutter. I tried. <laughs> We could have go pour all. more brandy. I'm gonna go pour more brandy. I Fuck it. For you. She's gonna start singing brandy in a minute. Sing right? Girl, 16 Don't year old me. Maria was singing that that to that. I was singing baby Please to that, that Eminem poster at 16 years old. I really was. It was deep. See, I started I singing to the Michael Jackson poster with the with the, the sweater vest and the yellow and the bow tie. Can I can I get the olds to understand okay. what I'm talking about here, right? Right? We're like the human nature shit, right? I mean, she if you're old enough, olds. you understand now what I'm talking you, about. If you're young, you don't understand what I'm talking nature. about. What's that? Wait, I'll take you one step further. Oh, go give it to can me. Can you can you go back to like the whole Jackson family when they were all like over twenty five? The you whole know? Afro shot. You know the album with I do. All their I do. On the cover? That's kind same, of a mystery same. period of the Jacksons for me, though, because I loved the Jackson Five when Michael was little, and I love Michael as an adult. But that midsection there kind of missed me. Uh-huh. I, I have to I'll admit, I'm, I'm just being honest the with you. You know, tour. like I, I want to be clear and and transparent. Okay, MJ till I die, but I miss that. You section. are. That's quite. So you didn't do the victory tour at all. I didn't do the victory tour at all. No, I kind of like quit until off the wall and then I came oh. back. <laughs> but to be fair, I'm hardcore so MJ as opposed to the, to the Jackson family. Like hardcore MJ, not so keen gotcha. on the rest of them. Gotcha. You weren't even down for Reby and the centipede? Come no, on. No, no, no. In I fact, can't I that even. Catherine made all those costumes. Like, that's fucking wild. But that's the way it was back in the day, dude. That's the way it was back in the day. When I was a kid, my mom, my mom made all my clothes, including the For dress I wore to her clear. wedding. So, <laughs> Butterick. That's wild. Butterick McCory. Oh, yes. Yes. The pinking shears, the baby. Pattern, the pinking shears. How you would just sit there and imagine cutting up fabric with pinking shears. Those were the old oh. days. Getting flashbacks. Getting yes. Yes. Right. right? Total flashbacks. Don't move. Don't move. Didn't yeah, don't move. Don't. I'm move. pinning right now. Just stand still. <laughs> but mom, I don't look good in pink. I don't care. Stand still. Okay. Didn't I tell you not to move? Mm-hmm. Now you're bleeding. What did I tell you? Right. Right. Hey, but you know what? At the reception, if I spun around and sat down, my uh, dress made a per- perfect little pumpkin. So she did. She must have done something right. See. She knew what she was doing. She did. She did. Did she make your Halloween costumes too? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. My mama was a, my mama was a, a fantastic seamstress. I can sew the Shout buttons back on DC's shirt. Just saying. 
I can iron on a patch. Hey. <laughs> that's something. In this world, that's something. I can stitch up some shit, but we'll just take that Hang off on. and let me have it here. Mando, it a conversation with mm. Mel. You saw that on Saturday Mel, please at 11 reel o'clock in, in the morning, quick. the Mando panel. The Mandalorian panel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to do the Mandalorian panel. Mel, are we going to the Mando panel? Yup. I have a regular right. pass, so like I have to wait in line. No, you don't. I'm going to tell him you're my cousin. <laughs> I don't think it works like it's that. VIP. It's, it it's totally works DNA. like that. Him, like, look, my midichlorian count. Right? <laughs> my midichlorians say that this VIP pass is for me and my cousin. <clears throat> I have a special it's need. My okay? She's That's my interpreter. Right. That's right. That is your That's special your need right there. Support Mel is our special support need. cousin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is. Look, if you need if you need support, you call me. I'll I'll vouch you're for you. Speaking English. I will vouch for you. I'll be like, no, Mel is no, our she emotional support white cousin. People bullshit. That's right. She's she's there. She's there to help understand Hobby Lobby and Home Goods. <laughs> wow. She speaks Sam's Club, so I can understand what's happening. <laughs> I don't know what y'all talking all about. All these stores. <laughs> what they say? Turn to her, like what you say? What she say? It's not worth your time. <laughs> oh shit! What she say? That's Ben. I told I told Ben he's the translator. Sisters of Savings. I'm like, man, translate this shit into Hobby Lobby so they understand what we talking about, please. But, but see, this is this is why the world oh needs Ben. This is why the world needs Ben to help us, you know, translate through things. Is that a song? They don't it understand what the fuck we talking about, so we need a translator now. They still ain't heard it. Okay, well, God bless. To be fair, it's hard to hear things when you're not listening. I mean, I'm not saying. I'm just I agree saying with that. Look, there's a lot of times I'm not listening. I'm just looking at that man like, uh huh. I have I have really I have that know. same exact really experience, care. but I think the difference between you and me is that I intentionally have it on mute. <laughs> that sounds right. <clears throat> the Star Wars clone the Clone Wars The Siege the of Mandalore screening. The... Star Wars the Clone Wars The Siege of Mandalore yeah, screening. Yeah, they're gonna show Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited our... for it. I can always watch that. That shit is like a movie to me, so it's all good. Hold up, hold up. Step inside our stories, careers, and journeys of the women at ILM and X Girl. There you go. Okay. There you go. Lucasfilm has confirmed oh, a brand new animated anthology series that will make its debut at Celebration. The Clone Wars and Rebels' Dave Filoni will be on hand for the reveal for Tales of the Jedi. Okay. Listen, Star Wars, if you're listening to us, Star Wars, you have so much to work with. Just just fucking, you know what? Blow it out. You got all the time. You got all the space. You got all the money. Go for it. Do not bother trying to get an infield hit. Swing for the fucking fences. You can take it. You can take the strikeout. Swing for the fences, Star Wars. You have everything going for you. Swing for the fences. And give us a second Obi-Wan trailer on May the 4th, please. Thank give you. Give us more Ewan on any level at all. Thank you. <laughs> I'm nothing if not consistent. Ooh, the toys that made us on the... Oh, man. 
but that isn't it isn't the isn't those discussions of mm-hmm. the toys that made us isn't that designed to make us oldens feel old? I thought it was no, like nostalgia. I don't think like, so. Make you feel good yeah. About what like, I'm well, that's because you're not old. Yeah. You feel that way because you're not I'm old. old. <laughs> I am old. That's real talk. That's real talk. I'm like an elder millennial, so you know, anybody trying to hear what I'm talking about. Gen X doesn't want to hear your shit. Millennial. Okay. Gen X does not want to hear your shit, elder millennial. Okay. Don't they call us geriatric millennials? (laughs) (laughs) Gen X doesn't want to hear from geriatric millennials either. I was about to say, Gen X don't want to hear it from Gen X. We're all looking well, at each other like, That's true, too. Oh. That's true, too. Uh, Gen X is like, motherfucker, shut up. We're all cranky. We're all looking at each other like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, shouldn't you be in bed by now? I love my millennial You're brothers right. and I should sisters. be in bed by now. I love my Gen Ys. I love my Gen Zs. I love everybody. True. I do. Deep down, all of you have something to offer. Even if it is millennials thinking that we yeah, wore very, leg warmers very because we down. didn't want to wear pants. I have something. Just a, FYI, leg warmers weren't because we didn't want to wear oh, pants. Look, they have an art of fatherhood. And our legs were cold. Well, my legs were cold. Okay, that's 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 an added benefit. But leg warmers, the point of leg warmers was not because we didn't want to wear pants. I just want to share that with the millennial that I literally heard say that not two weeks ago. That they didn't understand why we just didn't wear pants. That wasn't the point oh, of leg warmers. Bless her heart. I know, right? I was I'm like, look, honey, buddy, though, right? Flash dance, like, girl. I was dance, wearing right? leg warmers two days ago. It is still the look, okay? I've been doing Jennifer Beals since Jennifer Beals has been doing a Jennifer Beals. As a somewhat similar <laughs> I Jennifer, you I, I, I feel it's my duty to carry on the flash dance name by wearing my leg warmers on a. I hope Loungefly's got some new releases maniac? or something. I gotta find me a sugar person. There's the art of fatherhood on Saturday. Okay, so on the podcast I need to get stage. a father, is what you're saying. <laughs> I need to be at that panel. <laughs> I'm just listening. I'm not looking I'm for just, just any daddy. I'm looking for the sugar daddies. Where are they at? <laughs> we would like the high fructose. We want the high fructose fathers. Thank I mean, you very hey. little. Mm-hmm. No Splenda. Woo! You. That's what we need to get. No Splenda. <laughs> No splenda. no splenda. Yeah, you right. You right. I guess I guess that's the answer. We're going to the fatherhood panel to see what we can get. But I but just for the record, I just want to say no. for the record that we here at Sisters of Sabres love Stevia. We love Stevia. Just want to say that for the record. We love Stevia. <laughs> oh, lordy. Hi, tall. My yeah. boss is at Cargill. I'll, I'll we love Stevia. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> I'll be in the celebration store awaiting your arrival. (laughs) Check me out. I'll be the one in the corner with the sign that says, Sugar Daddy here. Right? Right? We need that. But honestly, can can we just... It's almost midnight, ladies. Okay, but really quickly, I just want to say, can we call a spade a spade and spade and say that a sugar mama might be better? Because I feel like the stores that we would go shopping in would be better. The shoe shopping would be better. The, you know, everything about it would be better. Right. That's so, why I said sugar person. Right. I think it's, I yeah, think it's I'm, important I'm, that we I'm include sugar that. mamas like, in this because I'm I feel like sugar mamas might me. have a long-term better, better, you oh, know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm, the, I, yeah. I mean. Yeah. 
there's going to be some parts that would oh, be I difficult for me. Oh, I know it's not going to eat itself. Oh, yeah. But I would learn hey. to live with it for the shoe shopping alone. I'm just saying. Sugar people. Right. The sugar people. Where the are they sugar at? people. <laughs> uh, okay. Sugar okay. Where's people. the t-shirt that says I'm out for my sugar person? I need my sugar person. That's it. Pronouns. He, she, sugar. He, she, they, sugar. Like, why limit it, right? Like, anybody. And I, anybody. He, she, they, sugar. Damn right. Damn right. Damn right. Hi. I'm sorry. We don't have time to leave anybody out. So everybody gets to come on in. God said love everybody. That's right. I know I'm somebody because God didn't make no junk. Amen. Can a church say amen? Amen. Ain't that it. All right. Mel. Mm-hmm. What else are we doing at Celebration? We're going to some panels. We go have We're bringing a you and home for me in a purse. Contact. Oh, I would love that. We have no bail money. <laughs> we don't. We don't, but we're working on it. We're going to get the GoFundMe together. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> yeah. We don't have enough bail money for kidnapping. Well, no. Please feel said, free to I'll, I'll donate bail air. money for Maria <laughs> and Mel. Because I want to be clear with y'all for for all y'all that don't know. Well, I'll just edit okay? it out. Mel is Mel is for real. So if Maria needs bail money, Mel's gonna need bail money too. There's no way that Mel's gonna leave Maria to just get carried <laughs> off in a paddy wagon alone. So please feel free to donate, you know, generously because both of our sisters are gonna be in, you know, in the county lockup. Mm. Mm. Looking out for you kids. I'm looking out mm. for you. Well, well. I mean, if oh. I come back to the room and Yoin is tied up in the bathtub, I'm like, I, I guess we're doing this. It, it ain't gonna eat itself. <laughs> it, it ain't. It's just not. It's just not. 2022. It does a Maria. lot of things, but it won't do that. Maria, I know that we're not about monetizing, but you know? honestly, I feel like that needs to be a t-shirt. <laughs> I agree. I feel it like, really does at this point. I we feel just like need it needs to be a t-shirt, and it ain't gonna it, eat itself. It ain't gonna eat itself. <laughs> it's on the back of my Ula shirt that's coming. The, DJ the one not Ula apply. shirt I got made that says like trademark it. It says uh, "real hot girl shit" on the back. It says it ain't gonna eat itself. There you go. You there you go. That's the trademark. Sisters of Saber. They already go. know that. If you're still listening to this. God bless, and also you should right? get evaluated for some sort of mental illness. But Absolutely. Um, you should also be aware that that is the trademark of the show for sure. God bless. Um, we've reached the end of the show because it's midnight, and I'm about to fall asleep. Um, mm. Closing thoughts from the ladies on celebration, or its uh, containing elements, or the pool party or me and Mel in the pool or me and Mel meeting the emergency contact or, or Maria and Mel in God the county bless. lockup. God bless. <laughs> I love you, Mel, but I know what you're up to. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm looking out for you, baby. I'm looking out for you. <clears throat> well, I'll be happy to jump in and just say to all of my star Wars community peeps who are going to, to celebration first of all again you know i'm so thrilled for you guys that you get to go 
And, you know, just take that moment to have an opportunity to connect with people, connect with different people, connect with people you haven't connected with before, I, other than, you know, through social media or whatever other kind of contacts you have. Don't, don't, you know, don't throw away this opportunity to connect with people who maybe aren't necessarily like you in other ways, but are like you in the sense that they love Star Wars too. And, you know, I mean, as, as hallmarky as it sounds, you know, be grateful that you get the opportunity to, to hang with other people who have the same, you know, joy in Star Wars that you do. And, you know, look for the, the, the happiness and the upside of it. These are all people that are getting together for the same thing. And, you know, seriously, you know, may the force be with you all. Seriously. Have a good time. Be safe. Don't be stupid. Have a good time. Be nice to people. Cosign. Mel, closing thoughts? Anything you got? Um, I know you're busy, Pedro, but like if you could spare some time, I would really like to miss it. <laughs> I think he'll show up in the Mandalorian panel. Oh, God, that would be amazing. I think he'll run through the crowd or something. Something wild. Well... You made it to the end of another episode of Sisters with Sabres. Congratulations. We'll see you on the next one. Remember, it ain't going to eat itself.